0: Hi, in this episode I'm with Mike and we're going to be talking about all things agency project management. <coughs> Hi Mike, so do you want to introduce yourself and give us a little bit of an overview about all of the things that you do as our operations director?
1: Hi, uh, yeah, my name is Mike Lamy, um, I'm the operations director for so Marketing. and um, I've been here for twelve years now. Um, I was uh, very early on with James and Richard, so very exposed to the agency way of life. Um, over the recent years, we have noticed um, one of the most important factors as an agency is service delivery. Yeah, uh, it's often the the issues of getting a project through the door and out the door. The efficiency in that is really where you know you 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 have to be strict and to the point so yeah. one thing i noticed a couple of years ago the level of projects we were doing we we're doing a lot of smaller projects and um, they were quicker and easier to manage as we moved into large projects more retained based clients we noticed that some of the uh, timescales were slipping so obviously as an agency we want to make sure that we keep track of them um, I noticed there was a gap in the uh, the way we work and I've started to put processes in place for things such as agile project management, Prince 2. Um I you know, personally I've been jumping on some courses myself to home in on those skills. Yeah. But uh one thing that we've been very precise with is setting our team structure. Yes. And I think it, you may have noticed over the years as well <coughs> that prior to this we had, you know, we had teams, um a developer team, a designer team, in front of house, but They were very sort of individual. They sort of worked
0: in silos.
1: Yeah, and that way of thinking just doesn't work today. Communication is key, collaboration is key. And one thing we started to do is get people to recognise not just what their role is within the business, but also what their role is with the client, and how that impacts another member of their team. So,
0: yeah, I think what's different to this agency to other ones that I've worked at is um, clients actually can talk to anyone on the staff roster. They get to talk directly to the expert, which I think is great. Yeah. Instead of having like an account manager in the middle of it that doesn't <laughs> actually understand.
1: Yeah, we did try the account manager route and um, we had a couple of uh, <coughs> goes at that. And we quickly realized that actually the exposure that the team gets to talking with the client and seeing that real-world impact on what they're doing, we actually realise that they they, they develop their skills better because they understood yeah. the reasons for that. Um, so whilst we do still try to shield them from the client, we won't obviously sort of put them straight in front of the client because some of them, you know, they're, 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 they they're don't always feel comfortable in certain instances. But, yeah. we, but we do like them to see the real world of what they're working into and what they're delivering. So, for example, a client's having a, a website, e-commerce, and the project brief is to... Re- re-platform the site and develop new features and new tech, getting the client to actually explain why to them, sat in the same room, they can all of a sudden go away and think of that in a little bit of a better way. Yeah. And and it's that process, again, of this collaboration, is that just because you're in the development team doesn't mean you should sit there and wait for the design team to give you a design so you can start your job. It's <laughs> yeah. they, they, they should be engaged at the start of the project. Yeah. So everyone's aware. So I brought in something called Gantt. Now, some people do to use other systems but I've been pretty good with Gantt lately and um, what that does at the start of a, a project we'll have an agency workshop and an agency kickoff um, with clients and then that sets the timeline for all components so the first thing I will do is look at the, the stakeholders of a, a project so who's involved whose responsibilities lie where and what we need to be getting on with um, at that point we'll then start to set timescales for you know where the design team needs to start, what design goals we need to achieve, layout structures. With that, also we bring in the development team to look at component functionality. So, if someone's going to do some design function, does that need the developer to be involved early on, or does or is that something the developer can do at that point? Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah I- as an agency, we've we've gone through a lot, and we are starting to evolve. And my role really has been to sort of step back, take an holistic view of the processes, yeah. remove some elements that aren't working, like that account manager position, for example. Yeah. Whilst mm-hmm. we do still have that position here in the business and we do manage our clients with account managers, it's not the account manager's sole responsibility to own that account. It's a support yeah. approach. So it's to make sure that they do have that dialogue with the team and if, like you say, if the designer needs to talk to the uh, client, talk to the client. Uh, it's don't don't go through me, go to the client directly. I'll support you. I'll you know I'll make sure that it stays within scope. But we've got to make sure that the und- the designers understand what they're doing. Is
0: yeah, I think um, it's it's great to be fair with having people that can I guess talk to the experts because what I've noticed in the past with account managers is they're great at managing accounts, but if they don't technically know what they're talking about, no. then projects can actually go out of scope and then. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it it's scope yeah scope <laughs> creep's something that we use a lot, and I'm sure a lot of people will be aware of what that is um when a project goes outside of the original scope and ends up costing the agency cost rather than the client. Yeah, Um it's a big thing for me to always monitor and keep track of, and one of the processes with Gantt it enables me to see the steps that we're following to then ensure that one the client's objectives are being met, but two once we've hit that milestone and once we've achieved that that it's analyzed it's delivered and we move on to the next one.
0: Yeah and it's not just the one client is it that you've got to factor (laughs) like I don't know how many clients you talk to on a day-to-day basis (laughs) but um, if one project is going out of scope and takes longer then that pushes back deadlines on Uh, others as well.
1: Exactly I mean a prime example this week just given um, we had a project that was commencing on Tuesday uh, one of the projects from the week prevailing that um, has gone over by two days through no fault of our own it was you know a deployment issue with the hosting arrangement and they'd awaited approval from the client and the client was slow in getting back um that impacts the timescales of the starting for the next project for one of the guys and i then have to accommodate that how can we bring that back and you yeah. know me and aaron we were working here till 11 o'clock on uh, was it monday night so no uh yeah monday night it was uh, we were here um And we do that to ensure that we have that timescales met and avoid that scope creep. And it's, again, perfecting that process as an agency is just stepping back and analysing each time we have a point to look at and say, could we have done better? Is there a position that we can improve? Is there a, a role-based position that we need to find to support yeah. the running of the agency? But ultimately, it all stands with the client engagement, is that clients engage with us because we're good at what we do. Yeah. And I'm always a fan. And I, back in the day, I used to always say, is that the so way? Because yes, that was, if we were talking to clients and work was going out the door, that's what we base ourselves on and is that something we're proud to say we've done that
0: yeah and i think we're looking at especially with the rebranding everything going on we're having a workshop next week where we're um, i've done some work on the customer journey that i'd like the clients yep. to have yep. and then you're gonna be my how man and help me make that happen with the processes that you put in place yeah,
1: yeah it's it's a difficult one because like you say the the amount of projects and clients i work with uh, you know one benefit of this pandemic has been The wife sees the stresses that I go. (laughs) (laughs) So working from home more, she sees. So when I come home late or when I come home and uh, I may bring some of my work home with me, she sees why now. And she sees why sometimes it's hard to stop because...
0: Yeah, Yeah, and I think when... You are basically like a doer of everything and a make everything happen kind of guy. It's actually even hard to put your role into even a, a scope of a role at times, isn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah, I, my, my hardest thing was back in the day. I used to be a yes man. I, I won't deny that. I, w- I would say yes and just it would be a case of how we're going to do this. I've had to rethink my whole strategy personally as well because obviously we were winning business and we were winning awards for that. Yeah. But it's not sustainable. Uh, you know, it was it was going to end some shape badly for client or for agency. So to step back and realise that we've got to rethink how we deliver it in a, a managed method to make sure that yeah it's it's got scope for growth. So so
0: with I wanted to ask you actually um, going from like a web, a website design and development agency predominantly um, so very project heavy to now the approach that we're bringing on the team that you hired me to start up how has that changed your processes and how much of a headache have I caused you
1: (laughs) (laughs) um somewhat um a good headache I would say um it's uh, I would probably put it more in the challenge category okay I don't like to call (laughs) things problems I like to call them challenges um Uh, it, a difficult one, because obviously a website project can be anything from eight weeks through to you know, twen- uh, 24 weeks, even half a year. Uh, you yeah. know, it's, um, it really does depend on the scope. And some of the projects we've had are of that nature. And your line of work and your team brings in ad hoc, quick turnaround materials to manage that in amongst a project that's going on for months with a project that's going on for a few days. Mm -hmm. um, You have to uh, create a sustainable platform for that. So Trello obviously helps with this. Yeah. Um, We use that to implement requests for work. So obviously one of the benefits your team now has is that it can put a request into the studio that I can then see. Mm -hmm. I can then schedule that in around the workload that we have because planning for what we don't see is the hard part of my job because a lot of what we have is reactive. For example, we've got Christmas coming up and we'll probably have a few clients drop in that we need to do some Christmas campaigns. Um, Put some
0: snow on the website for them, which is Sam's favourite task. Uh,
1: He's (laughs) currently doing that at the moment for (laughs) me for a client, yes. Um, So, yeah, so to manage sort of the unforeseen is also the challenge. So that's where the Trello process comes in because if you or Rebecca need to get a quick request in, put it on Trello, It'll come across the studio deck. I can then sort of see the availability of the team and see who is best for that. John, creative director, would obviously look at that from a design point if it needs creative yeah. uh, design. Um, mostly, though, the hi- the headache is around development because obviously if they're coding, they're coding for the day. Yes. So um, so what we have to then schedule in is timelines. So if you've got something in on a Monday and it needs to be on my Wednesday, I have to work out what morning, what hour, what day that's to be completed and again putting trello in there has helped manage that because it gives a scope of all the workflow and again that does something like that wouldn't fit on gants because you know the short timeline it doesn't it's not it's not manageable Um, But again, your team has thrown me a number of headaches in in bringing that into the business because how do you go from a business that does ad hoc project work uh, that are very lengthy through to daily changes on the marketing strategy? Yeah,
0: I think it's it's a challenge that we all face because, I mean, ideally no one wants to be changing things like an hour here and an hour there. But when you work on social media... Sometimes you have reactive things, and <laughs> it's just the nature of the beast.
1: Yeah, and uh, that—I mean—I brought in something called—I call it the golden hour. Um, yeah. The boys, <laughs> the, the, the boys and the girls—they call it something different. Um, they call it what they like, really. Um, Odds and sods. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, usually you get challenged on that. Um, but the golden hour is something I brought in to enable them to have that flexible approach to that work ethic that day. So yeah. I always expect them with a project to scheduling their time scales based on the 60% uh, of that week is going to be based on that project. Yeah. Because the rest of that time needs to be allocated to support issues or ad hoc requirements or marketing requirements that you've put on. So I created the golden hour as a, they get to choose if they do it in the morning, lunchtime or before they go and they can choose any day of the week they wish uh, apart from a Friday. Don't do <laughs> yeah. things on a Friday because uh, everything goes wrong on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that process is again. So if you've got a small uh, social post that needs work or something like that, that's again for them to do that, and that's helped them manage their own time because developers yeah. have a trait they want to be managed, mm. but they then resist that management. So yeah, yeah, they
0: like a false sense of autonomy.
1: Yeah, they they like they like to be told what to do, but they also yeah. like to resist some of that in terms of the timescales given. So, because one of the biggest challenges, again, that I had was timescales and deadlines. A client will say to me, we need this completed by um, uh, November the 22nd, the mm. week commencing. Um, I will speak to the developer and they won't be able to translate the full steps because obviously their, their work ethic is that it's as they develop it, they'll see the steps so what I have to sort of somehow manage is well we do this for a living we know what steps to follow we know the skills required I have to pull those skills in at the certain points to ensure that well week one week two week three do we reach these milestones to deliver on that week four deadline and yeah a developer they they the development team they resisted at first with these deadlines because they didn't like Having deadlines put against them, yeah. and I don't call them deadlines; I call them milestones with the client and target dates. Um, but now they've seen how I use Gantt, and now they've seen why I need Gantt because it gives the client better transparency on the timescales. They understand that now, so they get they 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 they're, they're coming around to that. So
0: yeah, I think you've probably had a difficult challenge, really taking a team that was used to working in one way, and then like kind of trying to implement something to improve that and make those changes, yeah. whereas yes. I've been quite lucky to be able to come in, create a team from scratch. It literally started as me. What I do is I process everything that I do because I'm that way inclined. And then when I hire someone into that position, it's like, okay, this is how I've done it. This is the process that I want it to follow. If you can add to that, then great. Yeah,
1: it's exactly that. And the way I look at it is that when you onboard a new staff member, you've got to have a process for your standard and yeah and that's key so when someone joins a team you they may have experience in other agencies yeah and it's always great to see what that experience is it's always great to pick their brains about what they're used to the work methods that work that they saw um but we've also got to have our strict processes that this is how we work because yeah. that's what delivers the work that we complete and again my role really is to facilitate that and there's a lot of clients that we do that for. So
0: <laughs> yeah, I think over 2,000, isn't yeah. it? So yeah, um, so... And some days I've come in and you've literally spoke to 30 people and it's not even been 11 o'clock.
1: Yeah, and it's, again, I have my own management challenges because I'm pulled around a lot and I need to make sure that I'm available because I'm a big fan of you're going to deliver on work, you've mm. got to absorb it well and you've got to manage it well. And so part of my own headache is to manage my own time, so...
0: Yeah, I think yeah. with um, with a little one that's just arrived and um, obviously doing your courses as well and then yes. managing all of this, it, it's kind of a given that really you should be good at managing your <laughs> own time.
1: <laughs> you'd think, wouldn't you? <laughs> you yeah. Well, you'd think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well then, uh, yes, uh, one of my main problems is actually I don't think I actually manage my own time. Um, I think Morgan does that for me. Um <laughs> <laughs> and she does a better job at it that's for sure. Maybe um,
0: it's because she's an outside objective opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah and, and she knows where it's going to go. Um and she knows me better than I know myself. Um but yeah, over I mean holistically looking at the processes as, as an agency we've changed in the last 24 months drastically. Uh not for anything other than to deliver on the objective more efficiently. Um yeah. it's because again years have passed we would deliver it but we'd always get the project done we'd always get the milestones done but it would always go into a cloudy area of completion as in we've completed that project now well whose responsibility is it to pick that up to support the client beyond that point and that's obviously where your teams come in yeah. hugely and that really helps me set the end points for the project so that when you're being engaged it's almost like I'm passing it off from the studio deck to the marketing team.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably helped you as well, hasn't it, in terms of... because um, you, you basically are like Mr. So Marketing in many ways. Like, all the clients know you as so you're their go-to yeah. for it because for 12 years, you've been there like one constancy, the person they've spoken to the most. Whereas I think now it's probably better for you because you can get the project completed but then you know that they're being looked after them by another team
1: it was always the it, uh, again one of my main philosophies was that uh, people approach us to take on a new website job well we could do that we would know that what are you going to do with it yeah it's that philosophy of it's oh are you going to change your strategies uh, you know is there a reason for why you're changing the website that's usually the first question is well, what, <laughs> yeah. what are the issues you're having that's spurred you on to come and reach out to so Mark and say we need a new website it's to well find out what the issues are so is it marketing, is it you're getting a a dropout rate, is it the site's not not functioning right or is it you just can't manage it. Once we've identified them we can almost uh, package up the end solution for your team to say well we've solved that problem now with a better functioning, better looking, better working website go and execute the marketing campaign for the client
0: Yeah, how are people going to find it?
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's amazing the amount of clients we have that don't have that strategy or they do have a strategy, but they just intend to continue with the old one. And it's almost like, no, there's a whole dynamic out there that needs to be changed in terms of how we do that. And again, bringing your team into so marketing as a new department or new division is it enables us to not just simply hand the website back to the client to say, we're done. It's, yeah. it's it's we would continue with the support and maintenance to make sure the site is healthy and stays online but from a customer relationship point it enables us to continue that and bring on that retained services aspect yeah and i that for me is key to the growth of the agency to ensure yeah. that not only are we bringing on onboard and new clients that have needs for websites brands and uh, various other identity issues um it enables us to apply change through progressive marketing that you can structure
0: and I think as well just going back to brand sentiment um, people can be really happy like obviously they'll go and they'll get a brand new website it works super well it looks amazing but then six months later down the line if like they don't have anyone, any more people going to it they're going to think the website is bad but it it's uh, not the website it's literally <laughs> you don't have a marketing strategy to get people to your website yeah,
1: exactly <laughs> that exactly and th- they, they look back at you and go well that Hi. didn't work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's, well, it's almost like you can take a horse to water um you know we, we we've delivered on the website and again it's having the bigger picture image yeah. of what we do as an agency is what do we turn up each day to do for our clients and it's having that passion and that's where you know you say mr so is that i come in every day and some of the team you know they they, they do what they do within their positions within the business i always try and instill that you're making change for the client for the better yeah and no matter where you are in the business we're all a big team, and we all support that. And it's getting that buy-in that yeah. they're, they're making change, whether it's designers or even like Tiago. Um, mm. l- I call him a test ninja at the moment, but he's <laughs> a, our latest support apprentice. He um, he he was talking to a client the other day, and again, he th- he's a process we brought in to speed up the support responses. Yeah, I don't think he realised the conversation I was watching. He was having a conversation with one of our biggest clients, and you know he's been here for uh, 6 months he he was doing a great job i just want i had to remind him of just how important that conversation was that he yeah. solved that problem and not only did the client engage with so marketing they engaged with tiago yeah and tiago needed to recognize that to show that look you've just a- solved a client problem and their only single point of engagement was with you yeah and it's that acknowledgement that whilst you feel you may just do support, on that one occasion, you've just solved our biggest client's problem.
0: Yeah, and it's great for his confidence as well.
1: It's exactly that. And it, 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 and that's where I always come around. It doesn't matter what you do. You yeah. have an impact on what we do as a business. Mm. And we recruit to that basis is that if you have that ethos, that's what we'll try and And again, back to this whole onboardment this is who we are, these are our processes, this is our pride, and these are our steps, and these are our core values. So, and if they, you know, if they can carry them through to the client, then I'm happy. I can't always be here to solve every problem. And yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I'd, as much as I'd love to be, but my wife and, like you say, the newborn, is yeah. um, they, they need me <laughs> just as much. And But, yeah, it's, I, I'm happy with where things have gone and where we're going and I think our clients see that now as well with yes. the efficiency so I can give a client a complete time scale of a project at the start of a project and that gives them the security in knowing that we're going to hit either a their deadline or b we're not just guessing on the timescales
0: brilliant well thank yeah. you very much for your time Mike I know um, you don't have much of it but if anyone has any questions or um, you're interested in working with us just give us a shout at hello at com. thank you
1: Thank you.